Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Room 303, episode 180. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morhen. And as always, we have with us the EPE. On today's episode, we'll be getting into the ALS, uh, AL East, ALS. Did I just combine every direction? All right, mm -hmm. so we'll get into the AL East futures, and we'll do a pop culture pick -em. Uh Now that the house cleaning is out of the way, how are you doing this evening, Nick? That's like the the SpongeBob one where he's like, "What kind of compass you reading, boy? A weast?" <laughs> I didn't really watch SpongeBob, but that's funny to me. I was yeah. not not a not a SpongeBob guy. I actually really disliked that show. I don't know why, dude. It's gotten so it's it's. I I watched a clip of it the other day that I like I got sent or something, or it was I think the clip was being like, "Yo, SpongeBob is like on crack nowadays." Wait, SpongeBob's still around? Still around. But oh it's, wow! Dude, it's that like blew a, my it, mind. it's an acid trip now. Yeah, and I, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have an opinion. Is it woke? I have no idea. I'm sure it is. <laughs> it's just if it's online, if it's made for consumption, it's probably woke. I'm sure Patrick's gay now, or or Squidward. Squidward's gay. That's why he was a hermit by himself. Because we. You know what the original pitch was, right? No. The original was... pitch of SpongeBob, they pitched it at first to Adult Swim because oh. they wanted Pat, they wanted Adult Swim to air a show about these underwater creatures, and SpongeBob and Patrick were gay together, were like gay lovers. That oh. was the original SpongeBob, but Adult Swim didn't pick it up, so the show creators had to like go around and then finally found Nickelodeon. They're like, all right, we'll take out the gay stuff. <laughs> take out the I good for them, man. They made a bunch of money. Oh man, and, they're and probably still subtly stuck, like snuck in gay stuff. I mean, SpongeBob's voice is, uh, I it lends itself to him being gay. So yeah, probably. <laughs> His voice is a little, a little funny though. I will say, I will give him that. Uh, it's super wildly popular. I'm amazed that it's still out. How many seasons of SpongeBob is there? That's an interesting question. Let's see. All right, while you're looking that up, while you're looking that up, how are you doing this evening, E? Uh, doing good. Uh, so I've, I've had something on my mind for a while, and I wanted to uh, uh, run it by you guys here. And I think uh, since we're doing baseball previews, this would be the perfect time to talk about it. But uh, I want to see how you guys would feel. Now, baseball, I think I'm going to be getting into it more because of, of the, you know, the connection I made with Nick. And He's a big baseball guy, and for the podcast, I think I'll be watching more baseball, but I've never been a big baseball guy, and I've always said I was a Boston Red Sox fan because when I was a kid, they won. I stuck with them. They kept winning, but I've never felt a connection to the franchise. So I wanted to see how you guys would feel if at 31 years old, I pivoted and began to rep the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, not sure. So I could, so I can make it a, if I can make it the quartet of the Philly teams, Flyers, Sixers, Eagles. The only team I haven't been rooting for is the Phillies. What do you guys think? Is yeah, it too not... late in life? Have I been? Have I? Have I hammered the Red Sox too much, or is it still a chance for me to, to join the light, to leave the dark side? You just picked the Red Sox to pick a team, bro. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't ever fucking watch baseball. But I'll defer to Nick. He's he has something to say. I can see it. I don't care. <laughs> sure, pick the Phillies. Hopefully right. they win a fucking World Series. Who cares? Fucking go Rockies. Fuck me in the ass. <laughs> yeah. I, so I really don't have any like 
My thing is, is I love to give people shit. Yeah. And I'll probably give you shit, but I don't really care. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just feel like, like, I, I've never invested, like, emotions and, and feelings like I have for the Sixers and, and the Eagles <laughs> into the Red Sox. Like, they win, cool. Like, I get to say I'm a Red Sox fan, they don't, cool. Like, whatever. Like, it's not a big deal. It's not but since I'm going to invest my time and energy into baseball, I think I want to pick a team. I want to pick the Phillies and make it just a Philly theme. Nick is so salty. He it's said not, it's not worth it. Not worth it. <laughs> it's, just, it's not worth the emotional toil that, <laughs> that gets presented. On that note, on the baseball note. <laughs> yeah, my guy starts heavy drinking. <laughs> yeah, so uh, personally, I don't really give a shit, dude. Honest, I Honestly, you know what it is? I think it's my old age. I used to care. Yeah. yeah I used to care. Like, it drove me nuts. That I grew up in the generation where everyone wanted every team to match their shoes, right? So one day someone would be wearing a New York Yankees hat, and then the next day they're wearing a Miami Marlins. And I'm like, the fuck are you doing? That bothered me as a kid. Now I don't really care. I yeah. I give Jason sh- I gave Jason some shit. Um uh shout out Revenge of the Pod. Oh, wait, hold on, wait. Take that back. We, they don't pay us. Anyway. Yeah, no, no free advertising. <laughs> so uh, I I gave Jason shit because he bought a Clemson hoodie when we went to go see Clemson versus Ohio State. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Just because of ACC, Eric. Uh, I know, I know. It's a division rival for Nick. So he didn't want to root for Ohio State. He didn't like Ohio State, so he was rooting for Clemson. Bought a hoodie to sport it. I gave him shit. And now I look back and I'm like, that's who cares, man? Who cares? Well, see, I thought when I presented it and, and I had a backup for this, I thought Nick was going to be like, well, if that's the case, then, you know, we're going to have to talk about North Carolina. And I was like in my head, like running through how how that was going to work. And I finally came to a decision. But since we didn't get there, we could just keep it pushing. You you already said after coming to Raleigh that you're no longer a UNC fan. So I, I have that in the pocket already. And to be perfectly honest, Eric, I thought you were going to pick the Padres or the Diamondbacks. So I'm, I don't really care that. He's just glad you're not in his division. I, I oh, don't yeah. like. I don't like the Phillies. Yeah. I don't like them. I think it, they're they're. I, I think they're. They just do what they're a big market team that does, whatever every big market team does. Yeah. And then likes to and then likes to say that in the last couple of years because they haven't been that good, they they like to say oh woe is us like. We can't sign any players when they've basically had the all-star team as a lineup for three years. But bro, their their lineup is stacked too, bro. I mean, obviously that's why they just lost the World Series, right? So it's but, a good time to become a Philly fan. Go ahead. But like, but like all the all the cons that I just named are outweighed by the fact that like you're just not randomly picking a team. You're a you're a pretty diehard Eagles and 76ers fan, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I was, it's 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 the only reason I'm a Nuggets fan, right? Because <laughs> I'm an Abs and Ab, I'm an Abs and a and a Rockies fan. So I was like, yeah, well, that's screw what it comes down to. Like, and I thought about it. Like, they just went to a World Series. Like, but whatever. Like, I'm not. They didn't win it, and I'm not picking them because of that. I'm literally picking them so I could just have all Philly teams. Yeah. You, I yeah. I mean, I, like Jermaine said, r- really only the only the teams that are in. Only the teams that I care about, mainly my division. If you pick one of those teams later as an adult, then I'll be like, "Well, why are you picking this?" Like, just because it impacts me emotionally. But yeah, 
Yeah, I thought about. I, I thought you were gonna mention North Carolina, and I was like, I was, I was sitting in the shower, and I was like, you know, thinking about it, and I was like, sitting in the shower. Or damn, in the shower. I made you contemplate. <laughs> I was like, no, damn, you good? Like this, my, my, my man was in a John Cusack movie <laughs> yeah. in the shower, dude. Dude, I was like, you good, big fella? But I, I God, was thinking dude. about it, and I was like, if I was a if I was a five star high school, if I was good enough to be recruited by Texas and North Carolina for any sport, I'm going to Texas. So by default, as much love as I have for North Carolina, I'll always be happy for them if they win. Texas is my school, and I gotta rep Texas, man. Like, dude, this yeah. is like this is the third episode he's he's. <laughs> dropped unc it's official ladies and gentlemen it's three times he's like he's like peter denying jesus at the cross that's three times my man is no longer my my man is no longer a unc fan and he's all texas the way it should first of all that one bothers me because you can't pick from two different colleges now i i will say i'm always as a kid, I bonded with UNC. Like there was a lot of, I watched a lot of games with them, Vince Carter, all those guys. But as far as saying it's my team, I can't do that. Like it's disrespectful. And I will, I wake up every morning and I see the eyes of Texas and I'm going to keep doing that. And I'm a Texas fan. And that's just what it is, dude. He said, I seen the eyes of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, Eric, sing one line from the eyes of Texas. No, I'm not going to sing any. I'm not going to exactly. sing exactly. This is where we need to add the eyes of Texas are upon <laughs> you. That's great. Oh, that, that popped what, me, bro. Eric, what? Eric, whatever, man. If you want to, if you want to like, like who you want to like, do what you want to do. I don't care. I'm in the doldrums. Nick, so let me ask you this. So now that now that people are are relinquishing fandoms, um, I I'm gonna extend a one time offer to you. Not gonna happen. Do you want to let go of the Carolina Panthers and root for the Denver Broncos? Nope. <laughs> All right, let's get into pop never, culture pick. Never, then. never in my born days have I thought about switching from the Carolina Panthers. Well, you probably should, but neither here nor well, there. Well. <laughs> I, pro- I probably should have done a lot of things. That's why I'm here. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get into pop culture pick them. Uh, top five things you did not like until you were older. The Today's order is going to be Eric, Nick, myself. And without further ado, go ahead and take it away, Eric. Cool. So uh, pull up the screen here so you guys can see it. Let me know once you guys see it. Yep. Got it. Make it a little bit bigger. All right. So pick uh pop culture pick them top five things you didn't like until you were older. Um for me, I, just because I love it so much now and I'm glad I can finally eat it again, I'm gonna go with avocado. I fucking hated avocado as a kid. But now as an adult, it's it's like one of my favorite foods. Man, that's a miss as a first draft pick, Eric. What dude? It's something I, I love so with, much. With girls and beer slash liquor still on and with girls and alcohol still on the board, you're gonna I go love, avocado. I love those as a kid though. I wanna say go, wait, I, okay, okay. Here's the question. When are we stopping kid? Okay, that's a good that's a good delineation okay. to make. I would say uh, old enough to drive? I was I was gonna say driver's license age 16, 15 for some of us. 
Yeah, I would say I, that's when you stop being a kid, right? 15, yeah. 16, you get once your driver's you, license, you're independent. Once you have the ability to leave your house without being taken somewhere by somebody, you're an adult. Okay. Yeah, I'll, think, go, I'll go alcohol then. Oh, I was drinking way before that, but all right. <laughs> yeah, I, that's just El Paso thing, bro. I, yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, we know. <laughs> it's an El Paso thing, bro. Trust me. We... <laughs> when, when, when were you drinking, Eric? Like drinking, drinking? So the first time I got drunk in front of my parents was I was 15 at my brother CJ's wedding. The first time I got drunk drunk was in middle school in eighth grade. Uh, we ditched uh, the, like the last period and we were like getting drunk under the football bleachers. I had bananas 99 and like apples 99. Oh, like, the first thing I ever drank. Jesus. Yeah, the, and, fir- the first time. Sorry, go ahead, Eric. Uh, and I was saying, and then from there it was like we, you know, it was it was pretty much Every chance I could get fucked up with the homies who were doing it. Yeah. First time I got drunk was spring break. I found uh, spring break, I think, freshman year. Um, I found a bottle. Well, actually, I, I knew the bottle was there. I saw my uncle buy this bottle when he visited us, and he stuck it in the back of the island, right, in one of the, like, the – because our island was pseudo-pantry, so we had our, like, canned goods in there. He stuck it in the back, and I saw him do it. And I don't know. I was probably being an emotional teenager. Uh, and then just grabbed the Jim Beam bottle. Sp- yeah, and smashed a half. Like, there was only half left, but I smashed the half bottle of Jim Beam. And also, I didn't know to mix it with, alcohol, with uh, like, Coke or anything like that. So I was drinking Jim Beam straight from the bottle. I was pulling Jim Beam and I was like, well, that's why I'm an alcoholic. Yo, yo, that's some that's some dyslexic switcher numbers stuff. That's a 51-year-old type move right there. <laughs> yeah, be slamming Jim Beam straight. Oh, I felt like death the next day, dude. Like, bro. Like absolute death. All right, my I, first my first alcohol drinking story. So uh me and my me and my buddy. Uh, got a bottle of Southern Comfort and oh, finished Soco. and finished the whole bottle. We got a bottle of Southern Comfort and a and a little thing of lime juice, and we were doing Southern Comfort and lime shots all night. I got woken up by his mom kicking me awake, and I had pissed a puddle in the floor. That's how much I drank. Yo, dang, that's but, a bad. But this bad was thing, after bro. I started driving, right? Because you got to understand, I was held back a year. So this was my freshman year, but I was 16 and I was driving. You were held back here? Hmm? Yeah, in Colorado. Your parents just decided to or you No, it's it's just like Colorado stuff. So you don't you don't start if your birthday's after the start of the school year, you don't start until the next year. Oh. Yeah, I got lucky. I had the same situation, but in Texas, if you go to private school first, there's like an exemption. Mm. So I didn't have to get held back. Uh, first time I actually got drunk though, I remember this. We were in Mississippi. Was with my dad and my grandpa, and my dad and grandpa were telling me about how they used to run moonshine back in the day, day. And my grandpa still in his fucking eighties was making moonshine, like small batches of moonshine, and it looked like water in a glass. And I never knew what it was. And he's like, "Here, take a sip." And I just took a big gulp of this moonshine, and boy, I. I, I don't know how I ever started drinking because that was one of the worst experiences of my life. And I was hammered off one chug, but whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> All right. So now that everyone has um, 
revealed revealed their uh, a very first drinking story. I'll go ahead and make my first choice. My first choice is going to be broccoli. I fucking love it now. Hated it back then. Um, and let's see what uh, what else what else do I want to get in, get into here? It's so interesting because like I don't really think about it, but uh, like now I I go crazy for like a good blanket or like good sheets um that's good and i didn't give a fuck when i was younger so that's that's, that's a good one so i i'll go we'll put good blanket for my answer uh or yeah sheet whatever uh that's what i'm gonna go with so i i think that even though we're doing the delineation at driving I don't think I ever really cared about driving or cars until I was legitimately like, like after 25, like once I actually got some money in my pocket and like, I could actually like, like I never liked driving. Like as a kid, we would go on road trips. I'd be like, this is so, it'd just be hours in the car. I'd be like, this is so pointless. Yeah. But I really started, I really started to, so I guess I, cause I, I had that in childhood like once I started, I guess it was probably once I started flying on airplanes and I wasn't driving as much. That's when I started to appreciate like cars and stuff. I could see that. What were you going to say, Eric? Uh, I was going to ask um, because with my next pick, I was going to take long car rides. So you, are you doing, you're just going to take like cars in general, like long trips and. Yeah. I just... mean, the, I mean, I guess, I guess the reason that I'm saying cars is because I used to take the long trips and never really appreciated cars. But once okay. I started getting on airplanes, then I was like, yo, cars are actually pretty tight. Like I never, like I never, like, like a lot of my friends would, a lot of my friends would be like, you know, I got these, I got these, no, just cars, Eric. That's fine. Oh. Cars. You can use your, you can use your long car trips. We'll, we'll be a professional podcast when I get done talking. <laughs> I promise I'll set you up. Like I'll give you a nice apple. <laughs> um, my, like my, my friends when I was even in like high school or like growing up, like I just drove whatever, like I just drove I, whatever I could get a hand on. Cause a car was just a, a thing to go to a to a to B right. Yeah. Get to my friend's uh-huh. house. I don't care. Whatever. Right. Uh-huh. But I like, actually agree with this though. Like, <laughs> yeah. Cause I had a, I loved my hand-me-down gold Ford Taurus. It was tight. Right. Then I, then that finally broke down. I got a Dodge Stratus, but you didn't, but, but also you didn't tight. care about like you didn't care about like changing the tires or like checking the oil no, or like no. washing it. No, right? that's what I'm saying. I, just, I, like, I agree with you. Your dad, your dad would be like, "Hey, have you checked your oil in a while?" And he'd be like, "No, the car's not making any dumb sounds. Like I'm fine. <laughs> like the instrument panel will tell me like when it's good." And like you know what? Like friends in high school would be like, they'd pull up and like you'd pull up in like a Beamer or they'd pull up in their dad's Beamer. They like. You know, you come over to your house and be like, yo, my dad let me take his ride for the night. And I was like, well, don't you have a car that works perfectly fine? Like, like pulling up at Sonic with a Beamer. Good job, dude. You've really made it. <laughs> me and my me and my rinky-dink 1994 Honda Civic made it here just as fine. Yeah, I agree. I, I love cars now. I have a list of cars that I want. Oh, yeah. I'm always taking my car to the shop, getting maintenance done, making sure it's good to go. I'm looking at getting my car wrapped right now. Uh, you know, instead of buying a new car, because I don't want a car payment anymore, 
I'm just like, yo, my car is still good. Maybe I just get it wrapped since it, the salt air tore it up. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying on this. All right, go ahead, Eric. All right. So, um, I appreciate to give me Nick. I might use it later, but uh, for this one, I'm going to go with, and it's, it's going to sound ridiculous, but nothing as a kid doing nothing oh. <laughs> drove me fucking crazy. I didn't want to do nothing. I wanted to do something. I always had to be outside or playing games or something. Now, if I get a chance to do nothing, best day ever. Best fucking day ever. So I, I can't remember what comedian it is, but he makes a joke that like exactly what you said. When, when you ask kids what they did over the weekend, they'll be like, we did nothing. We did nothing at all. And really, they did all this stuff, but like like nothing was, they didn't do any big things, right? So they're like, I did nothing. <laughs> And like kids are disappointed. You ask like a 30 year old what he did. And he's like, what'd you do this weekend? And you'll think about it and you'll see his eyes light up and he'll be like, Oh my God. Yeah. I did nothing. <laughs> I did nothing all weekend. Like I can't, even rem- I can't even remember what I did, but it was great. How was your- <laughs> you come in Monday, you're, you're, you're ready to work. You're like, man, I'm refreshed. Dude. So it, it's, it's a, I don't know if these go head in hand. I was going to put them together as a combo, but when people cancel plans, plans that I was already like, oh, dude, I don't know if I'm going to do that. And then they hit you with the, oh, so they came up, I can't make it. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, so I don't know if that counts together as one, but dude, I love when people cancel plans and there's nothing to do, man. It's fucking beautiful. That is, I think, methamphetamine. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done meth, but I can imagine it having the same reaction in my brain. <laughs> Because as soon as somebody's like a plan that you don't want to go to and somebody else is like, yeah, I'm not really feeling it tonight. And you And you get to send that text message that's like, oh, no, man, really? <laughs> oh, dude, but we, soon, soon. We got to do it soon. And he's like, yeah, dude, soon. And you're just like. Is and that just, real? And then you just <laughs> take a nap on the couch. <laughs> Um, all right eric what's your second option my second pick i don't know if you guys had this experience i used to fucking hate and especially when i got a car my dad be like i need you to run to lowe's i need you to go to home depot for me and get this or get that i fucking hated the hardware store i hated it i absolutely hated going there and now as an adult i'm like this place is fucking dope there's a lot of shit you could do here there's a lot of cool shit you can find so i'm gonna say going to the hardware store nah you lost me on that dude going to going to home depot with my dad like every, t- every time I walk in, dude, Home Depot manages to, I, d- I don't go back a lot anymore. But when you go back, Home Depot has, it will hit you with that nostalgia smell. As the smell! Every, every Home Depot you walk in, it's the lumber, dude. You walk in, you're like, oh, man. It's yeah. exactly what it is. It smells like wood, but it smells the same always, bro. I loved Home Depot as a kid. I really did. I, I, would, use, I would use excuses in like the middle of the day. Like when, like when I was married, just to be like, ah, I guess I gotta go. like, like purposely like doing a thing, and like you break it, and you be like, oh darn, <laughs> guess I gotta go to Home Depot. So your guys' dad wasn't like my dad, where I was like his when whenever we were putting a new sprinkler system down, or we were digging something up, or laying tile, whatever it was, I was always his errand kid. Hey, go get this. Hey, go get that. Hey, I forgot to get this from Home Depot. He's running Home Depot, and I, it was just frustrating me because I just wanted to be there with my dad working, but I was always his errand boy going to do shit. It just drove uh, me crazy. Nah, that was a responsibility for me. I was like, oh shit. Like, I gotta, I, I get to go get something. Like, I felt like my dad was doing the cool shit and I was doing the fucking bullshit work he didn't want to do. That's what it felt like. Like, why can't I dig this hole and you go fucking 
to the you know get a bunch of lumber or whatever it is that we need to make this fucking gazebo. Like, <laughs> let me dig the hole. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think you might be looking at that wrong. But no, my my I mean, I went and got stuff if my pops needed me to get stuff, but it was usually like groceries and stuff like that. Never really like hardware stuff. My dad, when he was doing like projects, he didn't want help. <laughs> uh, and I was just like, okay, dude. <laughs> I was like, if you don't want help, I'm not going to give you help. Kind of wish he would have pulled me along and made me help. So that way I knew, knew more stuff, but it is what it is. I, I think I turned out pretty all right. So my third pick, I used to hate, 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 hate reading. I could not stand reading. No. I was like, why read? Reading's dumb. What do I need reading for? I'm going to be good at baseball. That's no, not really what I thought. But like, dude, if I like, I think the problem why I hated it is because I was being told what to read. And now that I know what I like to read, oh, dude, that, that's going to be one of my old manisms, dude. Just sitting down with like autobiographies of dead presidents. <laughs> I, I just bought a, a book specifically for the porcelain throne. Uh, just all about like ridiculous facts and stuff. So uh, there, I love reading. I've always loved reading though. I was a big dork. <laughs> there are, there are reading, reading on your porch in the summer with like a, like, at, like a summer night reading at the beach and like reading before you go to bed are like three of like my, like I'll do that all the time. That's, that's like amazing. Yeah, I, dude, I have so many books. I'm like behind right now. Actually, I'm a behind on video games, books. Like, there's just not enough time anymore. And also, there's plenty of time. I just don't use it well. Uh, my next thing is going to be dressing up. <laughs> As a kid, when my mom would make me dress up, it was the end of the world. <laughs> right? It was just like, no. Just screaming and yelling and hooting and hollering, like, why? And now, you give me a good suit, I literally, like, I walk around like I have the biggest dick on planet Earth. Nothing feels better than you just getting in a suit, popping the friggin', popping the sleeves out, and just taking a stroll, dude, because you know you're friggin' king big dick, dude. Bro, you when you stand up, right, because you when you sit down, you're supposed to unbutton your suit, you right? Up. And then when you stand up, you hit that one button because you don't button all the buttons. Right. Put put in all the room three hundred three, the tens and tens of listeners putting them on game, uh, bro. When you hit that button, it just changes you. And you, because I I'll see it too. Like I'll see it on like uh, someone wins an award, like on the Oscars or the Grammys or something, right? Obviously, well, women can wear suits too, but it's a dude. Dude stands up. He pulls, he pulls the two things together, hits that button. I'm like, ooh, he about to hit that walk. Everyone knows that walk, dude. Shoulders back, dick out. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a good one. Yeah, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a call back to a uh, um, previous episode of ours with Nevada. Was it Nevada? I th maybe it wasn't. But uh, it was like top five things you look forward to when you're getting old. And... Uh, I'm going with silence. <laughs> right? So that was one of my, I was like, silence might have been my number one, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, and I hated it as a kid. Silence was like, 
because silence was all because you know if you've seen scary movies as a kid when it's silent something's their jump scares coming right so silence was just not ideal uh i always had brothers and always had friends and then i had my mom and dad so like i always had people around so i was never like really in and now i'm like man if people would just shut the fuck up respectfully of course of course uh you know i okay so so this this may not count but you guys will have to let me know afterwards Uh, mine's gonna be money my fourth pick is gonna be money you didn't like money not because because i didn't ever have it oh okay i didn't ever like i i was like what do i need money for like (laughs) i like i just did my thing and like i just was like i i just did like i got you know, I, I might, you know, if if I would have known how much my parents were actually like struggling, I probably would have like valued it a lot more. But like, I I never like, I never got to see how much like my parents were struggling. Like I was, I played baseball. They always got my baseball fees in. Like they, I was never like in ratty clothing. Like they always bought me school supplies. Like I, I was like, oh, like, like I, I don't need money. And now that I'm older, I'm like, yo. Money, money not only opens doors, but it just allows you to do like, if you don't have to think about it, like I want to go back to that as a kid where I have enough money that I just don't even have to think about it. Here's, here's the thing. As a kid, not having enough money. So you didn't think about it as an adult, having enough money. So you don't have to think about it. That is amazing. One of the greater highs I get in life is when somebody goes, Hey, let's like look at the bill and they like take the bill out to like itemize it when you're out with your friends and you go, Hey man, just Venmo me. Just ven- just Venmo me what you think is the right price. And you, you slap that card down and you're like, Hey man, like whatever you had, you had like 40 bucks worth of stuff. I don't know. But you slap that card down. Cause you know, you got it. You know, <laughs> it ain't po- going and anywhere. And the points and the and points, the po- <laughs> and the points, right? I'm going to use everybody for points. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Let's go ahead and move into Eric's next pick. Uh, with my next pick, I think I'm going to go with sunscreen. I don't know if that makes sense to you guys, but I absolutely hated sunscreen as a kid. I refused to wear it. I got burned up hella times. It makes sense, but it's hysterical. Dude, I fucking hated it as a kid. Like, if I don't want to wear this stupid shit on my face or my arms, let me run around the sun. If I get burnt, I'm a champ. I'll be all right. I had some pretty bad sunburns when I was a kid. And so now I fucking am a true firm believer of of sunscreen, honestly. And then I doubt that, Eric. I I I think you use it a little bit. No, I even like the way it smells now. You still get burned up, I bet. I don't. I haven't had a sunburn in like. Well, this here in comes the he Uh doesn't outside joke. But I haven't had a sunburn in a while. And then for my fifth pick, it's been winter. Uh, he hasn't worn sunscreen in a while either. <laughs> I know you guys are going to, I don't know if you're going to bash on this, but it's not something that I really like now as an adult, but I like certain things with it. So I'm going to say the color pink because when I was a kid, I, you know, my brother, oh, who do you fag? Like wearing pink. Like, so I just, I just couldn't wear pink as a kid. And now like some of the coolest uniforms, some of the coolest shirts, like pink is just cool, man. Like, so I like pink and I'm going to make that my fifth pick. Yeah, that's I, I think that's that that's kind of connected a little bit to Jermaine's dressing up, but like a good a good like like a, a good like pink 
pastel a good like pastel like undershirt like a button-up undershirt over like a white like a like a linen jacket or like you go out to golf and you like you'll throw on like a pink polo, polo. yeah and it's just like dude i'm i'm better than you like My like, if, like if anyone's like oh dude is that pink you just need to look at him as an adult and be like, I'm better than you. Yeah. My, <laughs> like, my, you don't even need to get angry. My uh my Diego Garcia uh golf polo is is that bright pink. Remember when I, I saw it in the store and I was like <gasps> cop <laughs> yeah, high like like fluorescent high Bro, pink. It is so in your face <laughs> pink, it is outrageous, bro. And uh you know what? So is it on to me or is it on to Nick? It's, it's on it, to Nick. Okay. I'm so I so I, I know both of you. Well, Eric might agree with me. Jermaine, you're going to disagree with me because you've been who you've been for a very long time. But <laughs> I, as a kid, had this like uh, aversion to nerdy stuff. Like I got I got bullied so much as a kid for like liking nerdy stuff that as a kid I was like, no. I was like, that's not what. I was like, that's not what cool people do, right? Like, like the like you you get you get that thing as a kid where you're like, oh, I won't be popular if I like nerdy things, right? Yeah. Like Dragon Ball Z, like Yu Gi Oh, like Pokemon, yeah. like like Pokemon. Like when we were growing up, that like if you like if you wanted to be popular, like you you didn't like those things. Yeah, I think it's a shift in the culture with Marvel and and just comic culture and all that. It's just so much bigger now. It's just like it's fad. It's in. And I think that would upset some of the people that like truly are hardcore, like when they were children were nerds. But like, right. yeah, I agree with you because now it's now it's a popular thing to be nerdy. As to when we were coming up, like, what was it you said? You get Yu-Gi-Oh and people, you Gayho, I think people would call you if you played yeah, that shit. Dude. Yeah, yeah, like and it was just it was slandering you for no reason. You're just a kid playing a card game, but right. you know, I, I used to like 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 you would like you would see. I remember like my middle school. We used there use a table where like some of us like like would play Yu-Gi-Oh and like yeah. guys would come by and make fun of us. And I was like, you know what? I'm never like, I took my cards. I like, I threw them in a box and I, that box is somewhere now, but like, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I, I don't want to be a nerd. <laughs> I was like, that's nerdy, dude. Damn. Yeah. We also lost Jermaine. So. Yeah. I think he had uh, to step out. He's a little upset about the convo. About the what? But the, the, the direction the combo was going in, he's a big nerd guy, you know? Hey, fuck no. you, Nick. <laughs> oh, there he is. How he's about right. that? Hey, fuck you. You didn't even, like, stick around to see, to hear my explanation. I heard, just, whole, I heard the whole thing. Is, I, I can just, hear it when I'm sitting there. Which is just childish of you. Yu-Gi-Oh! was my shit, bro. I won tournaments in Yu-Gi-Oh! That was such a great game. I love that game. I even, like, complimented you. I was even like, dude, like, this is not going to be yours. But, like... I got. I'm sorry that I got fucking bullied relentlessly for liking nerdy stuff. So I was like, you know what? No nerdy stuff for me. I got bullied. I didn't give a fuck. I'm gonna learn. Well, yeah, Jermaine. That's what I'm. That's what I said. You're not gonna care about nerdy things because you haven't given a fuck about getting bullied. You some got- of us. <laughs> some of us weren't as fucking strong as you, Jermaine. <laughs> you got bullied. Weren't fucking. Jermaine? Weren't fucking 45 years old at 12. Of course, I got bullied, Eric. Because uh, you know known you a long goddamn time and maybe that that gap where we didn't go to the same middle schools together but i don't know when we hung out we were not doing nerdy stuff eric i always felt like you were a bully is what i'm trying to get at (laughs) dude he's hella a bully 
I mean, that's why I'm in counseling three times a week. Because <laughs> oh yeah, own. I'm the reason. <laughs> I'm I, the well, reason. that's that's typical you, Eric, too, blaming other people for your problems. That's, oh, that's, that's okay. All right. <laughs> Yo, that's let me get, is. dude. Let me get your counselor on the line. I want to. I want to see if her and I share the same beliefs about what your problems are. He's technically right <laughs> above you on the screen. <laughs> Uh, so I, I'm kind of struggling with my last pick. I don't actually know like where I want to go with this. Um, I don't actually have any idea of like what I didn't like as a kid that I like that I like now. Uh, so I'm going to, here's actually, uh, this is what was in my head before Nick annoyed me with the nerdy things. <laughs> I, uh, I hated long sleeves. I hated long sleeves and jackets. And when I would go to school, I would just wear basketball shorts and a t-shirt even in the wintertime. I was just like, I was just captain too cozy always. But now long sleeves and jackets and then, you know, by proxy scarves, beanies, gloves, uh, what I call warmies, but most people call long johns, you know, like good thick socks. All of that stuff, I'm I go hype ape shit for, uh, but as a kid, I didn't. I hated long sleeves. Actually, until I hated long sleeves, probably until I was about like twenty four. Would you say winter wear morely, or is it just literally long sleeves? It was long sleeves. No, okay. because I like thick socks. Okay. I always had beanies. Um, I had dope beanies. You know, I always thought scarves were cool. Never really had a scarf though. Till this day, I don't really have a scarf. Uh, gloves were always dope, especially like really cool gloves. Go ahead, Nick. I was going to say, can we say things that we liked when we were kids that we didn't like when we're like now? Sure. Socks are one of those things for me. I oh. hate socks. Here, here's That'll be the next. We, we can make that the next PCP. Top five things you liked as a kid that you don't like now. Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers oh, to next number episode. two guys. <laughs> number three people in general. Number three <laughs> white people. <laughs> Bro, did I send you guys uh the photo of the lady with her feet up on oh, the person's chair in front that, of her? It it would be socially acceptable to whack like just you, not even in the seat in front or next to her, whack her feet off and go. Who raised you? If that was, if that, I know that flight wasn't in the South because I know some old Southern lady would have done that. Like, well, you're putting your feet on this man's head. Come on. Yeah, Bro. What, what's your problem? I was unbelievably upset by that photo. Like, I was irrationally angry. And, and what sucks is like, because everyone's, got a little racist in them everyone because it's subconscious it's built in from stereotypes and and things of that nature or just bad experiences and the first thing i thought when i saw that photo was fucking white people dude well i must be racist then because i thought the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you could be racist to white people and be white dude it's i was not. like this is the exact same woman <laughs> That when yes. her coop when her coupon ain't working at the grocery store on a, like a five hundred dollar order, she like stops progress. She like, <laughs> yeah. progress. Yes. So many of these people I got at like Target when I was a cashier, 
And I literally was like, can we can, it's one coupon. You're saving $5. You still have to pay 600. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't get you to pay 595. Oh, my manager. Well, he's going to say the same thing. Just professionally. <laughs> yes, dude. That's, uh, dude, I was like, it bothered me fundamentally to my core. But let's go ahead and wrap up PCP so we can get into the AL East. Eric, read us back the lists. If anyone has any honorable mentions, get it out of the way after Eric uh, finishes, and then we'll keep pushing. All right, so I had first pick. I went avocado, nothing slash canceling plans. Uh, going to the hardware store, sunscreen, and the color pink. Nick had alcohol, cars, reading, money, and nerdy things, which nerdy things leads to all that other stuff. Anyway. Jermaine, broccoli, good blankets, sheets, dressing up, silence, and long sleeves and jackets. Um, I did have a honorable mention. I didn't want to say it because it's going to sound wrong. But hanging out with your parents, like mom hugs, and, and, and just hanging out with your folks. As a kid, you didn't want to do it. You want to go be with your friends. Now, bro, I'll kill just to hang out with my folks and just, like, live that life again. Like, just, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, I, I when I'm with, with them, and I'm it's the most comforting most relaxing, whatever stress I have in the world, just hanging out with my folks. I guess because they don't treat you like a kid anymore, but it's just fucking amazing when you're in your 30s hanging out with your folks. Bro, there there used to be, I used to like hate. Like when I had nothing to do, I would like actively avoid, like I would just find something to do than like sitting by my dad watching TV. Yeah. Now I just like come in, like when, when I'm at my dad's house, I just come in the living room and I'm just like, what are we watching? What's on? And he'll be like, dude, my, my dad and I, this last time I were up there, legitimately, like, we used to do this thing as a kid where he was like, hey, yo, come watch Jeopardy with me. And I'd be like, nah, you know, whatever. Like, and I would like, if it got boring, I'd be like, okay, like, I'm out. I'm gonna go hang out with my friends. Dude, when I was up at my dad's house, Lily would be like, let's go do stuff. I'd be like, for the next 30 minutes, me and your opa, we're, we're going at it at Jeopardy. <laughs> and we, we were going back and forth. I was like, that's one for me. I got it first. <laughs> Jeopardy like my, is the my, best. My dude. dad would get one, and he would just you look at him, and he'd be like, <laughs> "Flash, how many he got right, dude?" And that's to your point, Eric. I, I, I just, I do my honorable mention. Jermaine kind of stole it. Mine was mushrooms, dude. I used to hate mushrooms, hate them, and now, dude, I'm like more. Like, give me more. Oh, because you're saying it was, it was too close to broccoli. Well, no, it's just vegetables. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. it's just, there's no point in me saying mushrooms. It's just, you know, everybody had that food they didn't like as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I used to not like photos as a kid. So I, I think photos. I, I still, so I think that's my honorable mention. Now I'm like, oh, I got to snap a photo because I don't have enough photos of me and my friends, dude. I like, this is the way. This is the way. My entire Navy crew does not exist. It's undocumented. Like like me when I came to this country. <laughs> 100%. All right, we, so that ra- we, we we have one photo together, I think, Jermaine. No, uh, we have the, we have the one where we made fun of Eric. We where might Eric, have a few more now. Outside. We might have a few more. Did we, did we take a photo together at the All-Star game? Probably not. Ooh, dude, that was a no, hazy, dude. That was a no. hazy night. No, because <laughs> no, we showed up in the parking lot already friggin' drunk, dude. Sauced and toast. <laughs> I remember walking in that stadium. I remember yelling at a Dodgers fan. I remember walking out. Those are my three memories. Top three memories of the All-Star game. I was uh, I was just getting in Dodgers and Yankees fans' asses, bro. Oh, and getting Jared Weaver to look at us. Bum. 
Oh, bro. I was, yo, I must have picked all the good times because every time I said something, he was like, I heard that so clearly. I have to look. <laughs> Pick the time where the din was the lowest. <laughs> oh, I love that word. I love din, bro. That's a great word. I remember learning that in high school and thinking, like, we should just use this more often, dude. Yeah. How do you spell that, Eric? How do you spell din? Oh, D-I-N? Yeah, you got it. All right, let's get into AL East. It's also the meal you eat after lunch, Din Din. I don't eat after lunch. (laughs) That's a goddamn lie. All right, Jermaine Jermaine alluded to it, professional podcast. AL East, right? So this is going to be our uh, first preview. You know, inshallah, my computer doesn't uh, crash again. Yeah, second (laughs) attempt at this. So, So... Moving forward, basically, we have we have six weeks. Uh, spring training has just started this week. We have six weeks uh, to preview each division, give you what our breakdown, some of our props, division winners, over-under win totals, stuff like that um, for the year. And we're starting with the AL East, and we'll probably go sequentially through American League, National League. So on the, next, the next episode, expect to hear uh nl east then we'll go central divisions then we'll go west divisions right accurate accurately so last year 2022 al east the yankees won the division with 99 wins the blue jays and the rays were uh the wild cards from the from the division the the play the other playoff what am i trying to say qualifiers that's what i'm trying to say Playoff qualifiers from the division. Blue Jays had 92 wins. Rays had 86. The Baltimore Orioles were the feel-good story of the year, in my opinion. They won 83 games. Boston Red Sox won 78 and finished bottom of the division. There was a time during the year when this division had a chance to have the first uh, season completed where all teams were over 500. We've never had a season in the major leagues where a team, all the division teams have been over 500. There's been times where teams, there's been two times where teams were at 500, but never over. So the way that we do our win totals here at Room 303 is that we use uh, Pythagorean luck. For those of you that are familiar with baseball, there's a guy named Bill James. Uh, For those of you who aren't familiar with baseball, he's the nerd behind Moneyball. Right. He was basically a, an MIT uh, statistics professor, and he came up with this formula that generates how many wins a team will have or should have based on luck. And so there's a lot of luck uh, built into a baseball game. So going down the list, I said the Yankees won 99 games. They were actually one of the more lucky teams in the MLB. They finished six games above expected uh, with luck. The Toronto Blue Jays were on the opposite side of the spectrum. They won 92 games. They were actually one of, they're actually the second l- second unluckiest team in the MLB. They were eight wins below what their luck factor should have uh, indicated. Tampa Bay was basically around average. They were one win below their expected value. Baltimore the same. They were two, two below the expected value. They finished at 83 and Boston was actually a lucky team, finishing with 78 wins, and they were four higher than expected. So moving on to free agency. So free agency, the division leader, New York Yankees, uh, they lost Jamison Tallien and Matt Carpenter in the offseason. 
to the Chicago Cubs, who, well, you know, I'll mention this now, but when we get there, there'll be a bigger part in the NL Central, who had an amazing offseason. Uh, and then Matt Carpenter, the San Diego Padres. Uh, however, they signed Carlos Rodon from San Francisco, probably the best uh, free agent, probably the, well, the second, the best pitching free agent this year and uh, second best free agent overall. The Yankees were able to re-sign the best free agent overall. That's Aaron Judge and Anthony Rizzo and bring Tommy Canely uh, in from the Dodgers. Right? So all that basically totals up to the New York Yankees. This offseason between losses and wins, the New York Yankees added basically only a half win over what they were supposed to get. And you say, well, they re-signed Rizzo, they re-signed Judge. Yes, so their their wins still count uh, towards that. And they re-signed Rodon. Um, Toronto, moving on to Toronto. So Toronto in the offseason lost uh, Lourdes Guriel Jr., uh, Teoscar Hernandez, and Ross Stripling. Uh, they went to Arizona, Seattle, and San Francisco, respectively. However, they did sign... Uh, Dalton Verschau uh, from Arizona. They signed Chris Bassett from uh, the New York Mets. Brandon Belt from the San Francisco uh, Giants. And Kevin Kiermeyer of the defensive specialty. They snagged Ooh. inner division from the Tampa Bay Rays. So all this adds up. And jump in at any time, guys, for, for comments and... Yeah. But you were just moving so smoothly, so I was just letting it go. But yeah, no... So- um, they got they got decidedly less Hispanic with those departures. Uh, were they plus or minus from the the wins above for the yeah? So, so so Toronto actually added uh, three point six wins. Dalton Verishow is is kind of the guy that stood out last year in Arizona. Chris Bassett with the New York Mets is a great pickup. Uh, Brandon Belt is a guy that I think will really succeed in Toronto because he's not going to be expected to do anything. Right, he's they're they're not they're not putting the focal point uh, of the lineup around Brandon Belt anymore, right? Like they did in San Francisco. San Francisco has a very aged core, right? And the same with Kevin Kiermaier, right? Kevin Kiermaier was was has kind of been falling off in recent years with hitting, right? Still a defensive stud. He's not going to be expected to be the number one guy in in Toronto, or even the number two or number three guy, right? That's that's kind of where you see these guys flourish later in their careers when they can add to a team like this. Obviously, Toronto, uh, unlucky last year, like I said, and adding wins in the off season. I mean, it, it's 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 going to be a scary Toronto, but we'll we'll get into that after we after we cover the the free agency. So the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, lost Brooks Riley, uh, Jinmin Cho, and Kevin Kiermeyer, as I already mentioned. They let go of Cho. Dummies. Cho. Uh, they did add, add Zach uh, Eflin from the, the Philadelphia Phillies. He's a good starting pitcher, or, or at least, you know, he, he was. It'll be interesting to see uh, how, he's, how he can bounce back. Uh, the, the Rays have, have actually lost four wins in free agency unfortunately um we we also mentioned i, I would ask i would i would be remiss to mention um that toronto has uh hinge rue coming back from injury this year and oh, that's a big deal yeah that is a, that is a big deal it, it, it adds it adds to their pitching death right with chris bassett 
and the loss of of Ross Stripling. I think Hinge and Rue who didn't play last year is going to be a, a really good addition to that ball club. Um, so how often do we say this about Tampa Bay, though? So switching back to Tampa Bay. They they lose wins every offseason and somehow, some way, just continue to be one of the better teams in the AL every season. Yeah, I mean they you've you've kind of seen you've seen a drop off recently, right? As as the AL East has gotten better, the Rays have stayed the same or gotten a little bit worse. I think you are right because they kind of they kind of struck gold at the right time, right? When the Yankees really weren't, weren't that good and the Red Sox kind of had their falling out and the Blue Jays, their prospects hadn't developed yet and Baltimore was being Baltimore languishing in the basement. That's when really Tampa Bay ran the division. And, and yeah, they, could, they, they lost a couple of wins in free agency, but they did what, I mean, Tampa Bay has an incredible scouting department and an incredible development pipeline. And they just kept winning games, really, and kept making playoffs. I think now it's not it's not going to be as as good for the Rays because I you could you could easily say that you know Boston had an off year, right? Last year, you can easily say that Toronto is is maybe the strongest team in the in this division, if not the AL. And oh yeah, the New York Yankees are still the New York Yankees. Yeah, they right. didn't get they didn't get worse. I mean, Cole and Rodon. Right. I I would say of of any of any team in the AL East, the Rays probably lost free agency. Right. Really, not the Red Sox. Uh, the Red Sox dropped two wins this year, but I, I don't. I like we we didn't we didn't ex- like. The, the Red Sox have made pretty boneheaded moves, right? Over the past, <laughs> or, or, it's 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 just sim- It's just simply that, right? Uh-huh. You don't let Xander Bogarts walk. You don't do it, right? Not for nothing. Not for nothing, right? Not they, for nothing. They've made boneheaded moves. I think we've seen this for a while with the Red Sox, right? It wasn't Alex Cora's fault. It wasn't the fact that Alex Cora was a good manager or a bad manager. They just don't. They, they don't have the pieces. They don't have the pipeline behind them. And they don't have the guys producing any the big name guys producing anymore. That 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 they can, but they, but we knew that I, I, I at least in my opinion, I knew this. The Rays still have a young enough core that I figured they'd do something in free agency because okay. the Yankees, the Blue Jays, the Orioles, all all kind of did something in the offseason. I mean, Baltimore, yeah. Baltimore didn't. Baltimore finished positive. Yeah, just to go back to your comment about the O's and how they're or are a feel good story. Last year it was all feel good. Trey Mancini was back playing well. They shipped him out to almost win a World Series. Um, you know he played. He played for wait. Trey Mancini did he won, win last. He won year. a World Series. He you, he won last year. Yeah, but you have to understand, like they shipped him off at the trade deadline. Yeah. That's the end of July, right? Uh-huh, there yeah. was still two months of baseball to be played. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. Trey Mancini was very good for them, but no, I was saying that the feel-good story was twofold because Trey right. Mancini came back and right. was playing how he was playing before cancer. 
Right. And so that's what I was getting at. Like, it was a multi-fold good story about the O's were just fun to root for last year. Um, they the, they finished below 500, though, didn't they? The they O's? Eight, no. 83 they, wins. 83? So it was just the Sox who finished below. Just the Sox, yeah. Fucking bums. Right, Eric? Say it. What bums? Say it. Say it. You're a Philly fan. You don't like the Red Sox. I mean, bums. I'm not going to call them bums. <laughs> Even though they are bums for all the dumb shit they've done in the last, like, six years. Bro, how – totally off off subject, but how are you going to have Mookie Betts and trade him for nothing? No, 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 nothing. We got a pitcher who can't pitch. Let's <laughs> revisit the nothing statement. Right. Oh, dude. It's unreal. They they cashed in. They made all that money, and then they sh- shredded contracts and continued to take the fans' money. Well, here, if I so, was a Red Sox fan, I'd be pissed right so now. So here, so so we'll we'll skip over Baltimore for a second because I I, I want to get into what Jermaine's talking about. I'm I'm gonna read you a list of names lost by Baltimore in free agency. Are you guys ready? Boston or Baltimore? Boston. Boston. Okay. Eric Hosmer. Right? Notable first baseman. J.D. Martinez. Great D.H. Rich Hill. Starting pitcher. Nathan Evaldi. Starting pitcher. They dealt Christian Velasquez at the deadline. Oh, they traded him at the deadline? Yep, to Houston. Okay. Michael Waka, Xander Bogarts. <laughs> Yo, boss is going to be bad this they, year. They replaced those players with... Kenley Jansen, I believe he's 38 years old. Oh, I was going to say that was good, but it's not. Chris Martin, is he old too, though? Mm, I actually don't know how old Chris Martin is. I'll look it up. Justin Turner, old. Old. Adam Duvall, old. Corey Kluber, old. They also, they they did sign uh, Masataka Yoshida, right? Oh, that should be big, a good pickup, though. Big, big Japan name. Put a lot of money into him. I'm a little weary because Boston has never Boston has paid a lot of money. They've they've done this rigmarole before uh, with with Japanese players, and it hasn't worked out. Where they've paid a bunch of money. Um. Oh, so Chris Martin is 36. So it sounds yeah. to me like Sands the big uh, international signing. Everyone they added is thirty-five or over, right? Is or or close enough to where you can say, "Hey, that these were all old pickups." Like it seems sounds to me like they just signed names, right? Yeah, I I think what Boston has been hoping for, in a, or or has been hoping for a long time, for in a long time, um, <laughs> is that Chris Sale will be back, right? Chris Chris Sale will be back to. To his normal Chris Sale self, and and he's healthy and ready to go for this year, which is good news uh, to Boston fans. But we said this last year. We said last year Chris Sale was good to go, and they had Alex Cora coming back, and and, and they had this team, and they were going to do great, and they finished below five hundred and last in the AL East. Yeah, they had Xander, they had Devers, that they were a Jackie much Bradley Jr. Yeah, they were a much JBJ left too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I think he's still there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, the only person they really paid was uh, Raphael Devers. Yeah. And that one, 
it felt dicey like the whole time. Like the Red Sox were not going to pay this man. Uh, no, uh, Jackie Bradley's now in Toronto. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm not even going to recognize this Red Sox team anymore. Mm-mm, There's no. all, all the names. When was the last time they won, Eric? 2018? 2018? 2000, 17 or 18. Okay. I'll look it up. Uh, I think it was the year after the Cubs, right? Yeah, you guys are six. Cubs won in 2016. Yeah, so he won in 17, and then Mookie got traded in 18. Ugh. I mean, I, I mean, I, that team's I, completely different. I said this right. You're you're in. Yeah, maybe it's a maybe it's a play by Boston right now, right? You you, you know that you're not gonna. You, you know that you're really not gonna compete in this division with the roster that you have. Like, go go out and give guys. The chance to play maybe you'll surprise somebody let let these let these veterans teach kind of your younger team how to play but i i don't see it i i don't i, I the the front office in boston has made some questionable decisions and i think it's why they're going to remain uh, at the bottom of the east this year and and probably not it's it's not going to be close yeah i think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the al Probably not baseball because the NL has a lot of very bad teams this year. Or, in my opinion, they could probably prove me wrong. But, uh, yeah, Red Sox, I'm yeah. fading their win total. Uh, they're, spo- they're, spoilers. They're not going to be one of the worst teams. I mean, in, in a major leagues where we have the Tigers, the A's, the Royals, the Pirates, the Reds, and the Nationals, they're not going to be. They're yeah, not going to be down a, with that. A, a majority of the bad ones are NLs. What I, they're going to be one of the worst teams in the AL is what I said. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, so it was Cubs, Strohs, Red Sox, 16, 17, 18. I always forget about that Strohs World Series because in my, in my head, I did what Manfred should have done and I vacated that title. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then you hear Mookie coming out saying we clearly cheated. Well, we didn't do it in the World Series, but we cheated all the way up. Yeah, ain't nobody believe your bitch ass. (laughs) Yo, I'm glad he came out and said it was true, right? So that's perfectly fine. But, uh, bro, if you did it all year, you didn't stop during the World Series. Now now when the game's at its highest level with the most on the line (laughs) is when we're all of a sudden going to decide to walk the straight and narrow. Yeah, dude, dude, we're we're good people. We don't cheat in the world. That's like like a drug dealer getting getting like to a billion dollars and being like, well, you know, I got that. No, you're going to keep going until you're dead or in jail. Or in the case of Mookie Betts, traded to the Dodgers. Shout out my boy, Pablo. He's doing doing pretty good right now. Mookie Betts, not your boy Pablo. <laughs> I was like, yo, I really did think for a second. I was like, how? <laughs> how is Pablo doing good? Um, all right, let's get into Baltimore. Did we already go over Baltimore's addition, subtractions? and No. Nope. Uh, so one nope. last team to cover. We already we already said Trey Mancini left at the deadline for you or was traded away at the deadline for Houston. Uh, they also lost Jordan Lyles. To replace those guys, they added Mikael Givens uh, from the Cubs relief pitcher, Adam Frazier. Uh, really a big product in the Mariners run to the playoffs. And I think it's the reason he's getting another contract. Uh, same, he's, same. He's pretty old too, right? Same, same coin. Yeah. Same coin, different side. Kyle Gibson uh, uh, was a decent part of Philly's run last year. Um, 
They do have a guy, though, a, a pitcher in John Means, who's coming back from injury. Didn't get to play that much last year, who I, I think is is a pretty promising uh, candidate. Oh, I, also touching on back, or, uh, Boston. They also have James Paxton uh, returning from injury. So the Boston pitching staff is is at least one, two there. If Baltimore, Boston, Boston. Boston. Just we, I, I bump back to Boston because Boston has also James Paxton coming back. But Baltimore, oh. Baltimore has a guy in John Means. Uh, a couple of years ago, was was close to being. You guys probably might remember the name because for most of the season until he got injured, was a Cy Young candidate, right? Coming coming from Boston or coming from Baltimore, excuse me. Uh, and yeah, and Means, was, yes, yep. yeah, and that's that's pretty good to see. I mean, like this, you you can't. There's no. In in my mind, there's no better. Like there, there's no better story in baseball than the Baltimore Orioles getting good again. I, I, yeah. I, if if you hate the Baltimore Orioles, I have to ask why. That you, it's hard to it's hard to root against them, right? So with uh, Cal Ripken, right? Everyone loved Cal. Uh, Camden Yards, everyone loves Camden Yards. The black and orange colorway is dope. The little fucking what is their is it, what is their mascot? Oriole. Oriole. Oh, <laughs> I always forget that. That's I always forget that. That's what a was bird. that, Eric? What? I always orange. forget that. That's a bird. Oh, I said it all weird. Yeah, you said. <laughs> oh, my you said it's a Oriole. <laughs> I always forget that it's a bird, dude. I really do. I always forget. Um, you think it's an Oreo, don't you? <laughs> Dude, in my head, Oilers and Oreos combined. And I'm just like, yo, these are just some hardworking motherfuckers who love Oreos, but they give me my oil. Shout out the Orioles. Orioles, bro. dude. Uh, Adam Frazier's 31, by the way. So yeah. that's that's not too bad. That's not too bad. Uh, yeah. Your second baseman, so this is his last year's. Uh, he had 129 hits. In 541 at bat, so it puts him at 238. Only three homers, but uh, 61 runs, 42 ribbies, and 11 stolen bases. Uh, t- from your second baseman, I second baseman they they just aren't good at hitting in my in my head. I don't or, or fielding either. <laughs> I don't. I, no, I I honestly think, dude. I honestly think the Worst position on a baseball diamond is the second baseman. From a talent perspective? From a talent perspective. They're okay. not your best hitter. Uh-huh. They're not your best infielder. They have an awful arm because if they had a good arm, they'd be playing shortstop. Uh-huh. Right? They, they, they can't hit for power normally. They can't hit for average normally. It's the most platoonable spot. You could win a World Series without a good second baseman. Oh, it happens all the time. Right. That's a standard issue. I, yeah, I, I don't no, disagree actually, with actually, you. Actually, I will say this. I will be bold enough to say this. You could win a game. You, you could you, know, you could you could win a game. You could win the World Series playing somebody no more than 40 games at, at second base. You could, <laughs> you could platoon your second baseman. You could have a below average second baseman and do very, very well in this league. Because I love because I love Javi Baez so much. Um, you know, I love the second base position, but I do recognize that it's, but he's if a you have a, now, is a shortstop now when he was with the Cubs, he was a second baseman. 
That's why he had all those crazy tags. Because he, well, ca- he, of- he was catching it from Wilson Contreras, and he was tagging people out who was trying to steal bases. Are you sh- me? I think you're right. Yeah, because Addison Russell was our shortstop, and then he decided to end his career. Uh, yeah, the Cubs had a, a, a pretty stacked team when we won the, won the World Series. But what were you asking, Eric? I was just going to say, was he playing second out of, like, just a log jam at short, so he had to go to second? No, Addison Russell wasn't. Addison that... Russell was good for us, but he was Javi, Javi Baez. I, again, to my point, Javi Baez is not a good defender. You look he, at the errors that he had, he is not a good defender. Right? Hence uh-huh. why he's at second base. I, obviously, highlight real plays. Yeah. And with tags, but that doesn't require you to be a good defender. No. Javi Baez is still the GOAT, though. (laughs) Right. You see him at shortstop. It's not – he's not that good. So so now we'll get – so cover the additions, cover the subtractions. Um, We'll we'll, we'll get into where I think these – what I think the division breaks out to. I think this division looks – Rather similar to what it what it finished last year, right? I think the Blue Jays win it. The Blue Jays added far too much talent in the offseason to, to to not to lose this division, right? Yeah, hundred. I I I project the the Blue Jays at first of all unlucky last year, unlucky last year, and still won ninety two games, right? You talk about their additions in the offseason where they went. They added almost four wins. I think the Blue Jays are a 100-plus win team. You going to make that a lock? Uh, I mean, no. <laughs> Twice that right. I think and not I know. All right, all right, all right, all right. I think the Blue Jays win this division. Really? I think the Blue Jays win this division, and I don't necessarily think it's close. Really? So the Yankees lost enough for that to happen. I just think the Yankees were very lucky last year. Yeah, I mean, somebody hit 60. Well, how many do you have? 66? Yeah. I don't think you're going to get the production out of Judge you'll get again. I think you get 45 to 50, but that you're talking about now 20 home runs that you're not getting from him. 20 home runs you're not getting from him, and then also the RBIs batted in on those home runs. Like, that changes your scoring drastically. Right. Yeah, I, I, Anthony Rizzo's good. He's he's a he's a good player. Uh, I don't. Why did that pop up? Interesting. Um, Carlos Rodon is a fantastic pitcher. It's gonna be real hard to face the Yankees. This is not talking about the Yankees right now. It's it's really hard to face the Yankees in a postseason when they can wheel out Garrett Cole and Carlos Rodon. Um. But I don't know. I, I just feel like this is this is the year where we're gonna see Toronto. I mean, they won ninety two games, and I'm saying this is the one. This is the year Toronto figures it out, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, but a division win is 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 different than just winning ninety two games, right? I, and it's crazy to say because ninety two of one hundred and sixty two is outrageous, but winning the division is is kind of the step that we need to see them take for us to start being like, okay, this is a viable, viable postseason threat, right? Well, it's, so, so it's, it's crazy that I'm talking about this 
I think the Yankees are gonna are gonna regress and Toronto progresses. And when you look at what they both did in free agency, Toronto takes the place of New York at the top of this division, who won 99 games last year. And Toronto won 92. So the Yankees are probably winning, you know, around 94. Yeah. So right? we're not saying that the Yankees are going to take right. that big a step back. But based on the the luck Pythagorean, right, that Nick broke down before we started, based on uh, wins added through free agency, based on players either getting better or getting worse on already existing team, we can see the Toronto Blue Jays take the leap. Also, I've been on Toronto for the last two years, so it's not changing again this year. Toronto is my Chicago White Sox, uh, where Nick's, uh, Nick's Chicago White Sox are my Toronto. So that's kind of how it goes. He will never not say Chicago is going to take the leap this year. Uh, he's just going to, he's going to die on that hill Fucking and I'm going to die. I'm going to die on the Toronto Hill. Let's go ahead and start getting into some of these picks. Um, so I wanted to run, I want to run that before we jump into, I want to ask you real quick. So I have this spreadsheet laid out for us. I have all the teams. Uh, it's in alphabetical order. I've broken it down, division winner, regular season wins to make the playoffs. So do you want me to kind of just walk you guys through as we fill this out, or are we just going to free ball it and, and go how you guys <sighs> No, we're going to pick division winner. So we'll, okay. do, so, we'll do division so winner first. Okay, cool. So let me get that pulled up. Um, so here it is on the screen for you guys. These are the odds for you right here. Um all right, so uh, the Yankees are had the best odds at plus 110. Uh, Blue Jays have the second best odds at plus 215. Rays <laughs> at plus 380. Sox at plus 1700. And the Orioles at plus 2200. That's incredible. Okay, so, so, so here's what I'm going to say. I think Toronto wins this division. I don't think it's close, right? So, so book me for that Toronto 110. Or, sorry, 210. Plus 215. Plus 215. I don't think Baltimore wins this division, but with t- plus twenty two hundred, do you have a Baltimore to make playoff prop? Yeah, yeah, we ha- we had that's the next thing we're gonna go through. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Blue Jays win the division, I think. Okay, Jermaine. Yeah, I just went on the rant. I just, I just Chicago wanted to confirm. All right, so you took Toronto, you took Toronto, and before the show, I went through and did all my division. I took the Yankees. So now we're gonna move into. Well, hold on. Well, hold, okay, hold on. Why? why you can't just you can't just disagree with us and then be like all right move on so um <laughs> no no and i'm gonna be completely honest right here i just picked them because they're a powerhouse and they have judge and they have rodan and and cole my knowledge of baseball isn't extensive of yours i i didn't even take into account the fact that their judge is not going to hit the same number of home runs so i you know and i didn't know 62, a lot about the blue jays 62. I didn't. You know, I, there's a lot of stuff that I didn't know. I just went with the Yankees based off star power and the big name. Uh, but as we'll, we'll talk in the next, uh, in a couple of these next bets, I actually do have Toronto finishing second um, because some of the stuff that I had read was saying that they were probably going to be one of the best teams in the division. So, uh, but yeah, that's really the only reason why. Big name and they have big name players, and that's what I know. So that's why I went with them. And look, that's not a bad approach to take, right? They yeah. won the World Series 27 times. Like and and if if not for the Houston Astros, they would have won it a couple more. Also, the Yankees will make a move at the trade deadline, right? So that that's one thing about these futures. You know, we're we're sitting here in February, 
taking Toronto, right? Who gets hurt? Who gets traded? That will have a big impact on, on this team, uh, on, you know, futures in general. So always keep that in mind. Betting on the team <laughs> that won, what, 99 games last year yeah. and, it, and signed Aaron Judge and Rodon. I don't know if that's a bad idea. That's why they're the favorite. So right. uh, we'll and, keep it pushing, though. And, and I will say, going forward, I'm just going to give my pick because I went through all the divisions. I want to be able to focus on your guys' picks and not get lost like I do sometimes on episodes. <laughs> so I went through and did all mine already. And if you have any questions you can ask me, for the most part, I just picked, like, this is what I feel. Or, okay. or in some divisions where I might know a little bit more, I may have made an educated guess. But all this is guesses on my end. So I'm just going to put that out there. But we're going to move into the regular season wins, uh, win totals. Uh, again, everything's in alphabetical order. So it starts with Baltimore. Their line was set at 76 and a half. I don't, I don't know how. Give me the over. Uh, okay, so you want the over? The over is actually minus 20. The under is plus 100 if you guys aren't looking at the screen. Minus 120, you mean? Minus what did 20. I say? Oh, did I say minus 20? Yeah, minus 120. Sorry, yeah. I was like, yo, how the fuck do I calculate minus 20? <laughs> I was like, that seems better than plus 100. I mean, we'll get it. We'll, we'll get into it when we talk about the division standings, but I'm going to hammer that. Okay. That, so we're, we're in win totals right now, Nick, if you're not looking at the Excel yeah. sheet. I know. Okay. Yeah, I'm taking over minus 120 for sure for Baltimore. Cool. Yeah, I, then- I, I, I don't understand why you why a team who – who progressed positively in free agency is getting back a very good starting pitcher and one of the top prospects in baseball who's a rookie of the year candidate Gunnar Henderson and you're saying they're going to win 76 games where where are like I maybe Vegas knows something I don't but like I don't know where Baltimore I don't I, I don't know where they're getting this so I, yeah I'm gonna take free money all right um, I took the under at plus 100. I was like, fuck it. If it hits, that's good odds. Or as I, well, that would be even, right? So I took it at even. Um, and then we're going to move into Boston. Boston's line was set at 77 and a half. Or actually, I'm sorry. It jumped in, in a day since I've done this. So there might be some of that on the podcast. So I apologize. But it's 78 and a half now. For God, wouldn't, God, wouldn't it be a shame if the Orioles got under? <laughs> Got under that would just that would just derail my whole my whole hype train on Baltimore. <laughs> uh, give me the under on Boston. Like seventy eight is far too high. Uh, under minus one hundred five. I don't believe in the name value they added, so I, I'm gonna ride the under. Under um, minus one hundred five. You know, if Justin Turner was still as good as also, isn't Raphael Devers a third baseman? Yep. So where is Justin Turner playing? Up DH him probably. Oh yeah, I'm even less. I'm even less interested <laughs> in that. <laughs> like yeah, give me the under. Um, I think this whole division got worse minus Toronto okay. in the off season, and because of that, I, that's why I think Baltimore is going to win more games. And I think Boston's going to – I'm really not high on Boston. I'd be shocked if Boston is past 75 wins. Okay. I took the over uh, just based off the name. <laughs> um, uh, moving next, we have the uh, New York Yankees. 
Um, their line was set originally at amazing line, and it it's still a great changed. line. It's amazing. Uh, ninety four and a half. It's great. I want no fucking part of it. I fucking so <laughs> upset. So I'm so highlight mine yellow, Eric. I will not be betting, but I will make a selection for the sake of the podcast. So I, I can highlight it yellow too, Art. Um, I am going under. Under under is gonna be uh minus one twenty, and then over is even money. Just putting the odds out there for the fans. Okay. Uh, listen, it's a fantastic line. <laughs> it is exactly where I think they will finish. Right. And it's like, do they get lucky and win one more game? Or do right. they get lucky and right. lose one more game? And it's right. like, I'm going under. I'm going under. That's, that's all I can say. Uh, Nick, I don't, I, I'm going to highlight the ones that we're not, we, we wouldn't actually bet, but for the sake of, of things that we're going to be doing digitally on the social media platform. Uh, can you just give me a pick? I'll take under. Under? Okay. I, so so far, I, four for four, me and Nick. I think it's. I think you're going to sweat it if you take the under or the over. You're going to sweat it whatever line you take. I need them to start cold. So I've gone the complete opposite of you guys on all these picks. So this is going to be interesting. Uh, moving into Tampa Bay as the next team, their line was set originally and it hasn't changed. 88 and a half. What are you guys thinking? Minus 105 for the over, minus 115 for the under, Nick. That's going under. Yeah, they, I'm, they, go, I'm going they, under. They didn't do well in free agency. They were unlucky last year, and you're telling me they're going to win more games than they won last year? I don't believe it. Wait, they were lucky or unlucky last year? They were lucky last year. Okay. Yeah, I'm going sorry, to. Well, sorry, they were they were like, one. They, their luck didn't matter. They were one game below where they should have been. Okay. okay. All right, so that's the one we all, that's for the first thing we've all agreed on. Uh, the last team in this division. Uh, over. Toronto, the line is set at 91 and a half. The over is minus 115. The under is 105. Put the house on it. Over. So you're both going over. Minus 115, I actually went over as well. As you can see, uh, you can't see it on the screen, but the odds have actually been moving. So the over when I took it was minus 105. Now it's actually gone down to minus 115. People are smart. <laughs> yeah. They saw 91 and a half and said, give me the free money. Uh, this, this over is my favorite bet in this division. Yeah, I think so too. You, you like, have a team that won 92 games and they did well in free agency and they were unlucky last year. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and just rattle off my to make the playoffs. So Baltimore does not make it. Boston does not make it. Tampa Bay does not make it. Yankees and Toronto, yes. One change from Jermaine. Baltimore, yes, makes the playoff as the second wild card. It's so, uh, it's seven teams this year, right? Yes. Okay. It was seven so we got, last year, right? Wait, seven teams this year? One by and then six, six teams, right? Oh, it is seven teams. Because right, they they just changed it, so I'm trying to like, I'll, I'll look at it. Nick, you said, so Jermaine, Baltimore no, Boston no, New York yes, Tampa no. You Toronto, have it yes. right. You have it and right. Then, I'm saying for Nick, you everything's the same except Baltimore. You're saying yes. 
if it is, if it and, and Jermaine, get me confirmation that it's that it's seven teams. Uh, if, if if it's seven teams, that's gonna that's, how many that's gonna teams change my bet? Make the playoffs. Oh man, I I hate this pick. <laughs> oh, this is nerve wracking now to. So for the Orioles, if they hit, if they do make the playoffs, that's plus three fifty for you, Nick. Yeah. Um, Boston, um, as a no, is minus three seventy. As a yes, which I took them was plus three hundred. All right. Uh, so it was six teams last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't they increase it? Let me see if I can't find this. So, so what I'm debating here is because if it is. I, I think the Rays miss out on the playoffs if it's if it's twelve teams. If it's not if it's fourteen teams, I think the Rays are the are on the outside looking in. And man, Oof. this Oof. is from twenty twenty three. I think it's still twelve teams. This Toronto line moved a lot, dude. Because I took them yes to make the playoffs at. Like, 225 and it's already up to 255. Uh 12. 12 teams. 12 teams make it? Yeah, 12 teams okay. make it. I'm going right. Toronto and New York. All right, Eric. Toronto, New York, Baltimore. Toronto, New York, Baltimore for yes. Okay, perfect. All right. So and, on the and, and Jermaine, I'll tease you a little bit here for, for future previews way down the line. The t- Baltimore is not the last wild card. The last wild card is a team we've been begging to see in the playoffs. <laughs> Do you have a guess? It's your, it's your Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not? It's not my Toronto Blue Jays. My Toronto Blue Jays are, are four games out of the wild card right now, I think. Is it the Mariners? Oh, wait, no, the Mariners. Not, the Mariners not. are AL. Is it it's Oakland? Not, it's not the Mariners. It's no, it's not Oakland. <laughs> I have Oakland. I have Oakland losing a hundred games. Oof! Ah, damn. Oof! Sixty wins. <laughs> God. Damn, and and crazy. Oakland isn't even the worst in the AL. No, they they have a guy. They have a guy who's the greatest. Who, who's one of the best players in baseball right now? Or who's the best player in baseball right now? Wait, Oakland does? No, this team oh. that makes the playoffs. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, well, you're going to have to tune into the next episode. We're not really <laughs> revealing it here. Um, for division straight trifecta, which is uh, obviously you're picking the top three teams, I'm going Toronto, New York, Baltimore, and I can't imagine Knicks is different. No, it's not. Cool. So Toronto, you said Toronto, New York, Baltimore. That's yeah. going to be – Jesus Christ, Toronto, New York, Baltimore. That's going to be plus 1,400 for you guys. Love it. I went New York, Toronto, Boston. Okay. Everybody has opinions are like assholes. So you're saying, oh, begging for them to make the playoffs. Right. It just popped into my head, dude. <laughs> are you sure? They're not going to trade, old buddy? Nah. No? Oh, uh, wow. This is, this is going to be the make it or break it year. You ain't going to sign him. You ain't going to trade him. All right. Okay. And, I, and, and when it gets to that, I will lock it in. Okay. 
when it gets I, to that episode. Hey, I, hey, I'm good. I'm here for it, bro. You know, I'm here for it. For a second, that the whole time I've been sitting here, and I don't, I didn't think it was the answer, but I was like, the Detroit Tigers, and they're gonna finish, <laughs> and they're gonna finish based on my model, 23 games behind the division winner. Damn. Oh, it's the Strohs, though. That's why. <laughs> it's just, just fucking Houston, man. Why they should have forced them to trade players, dude. They should not have been able to win a World Series this quickly afterwards, dude. Take a contract year off. Bro, something. Something. Anyways. Uh, all right, so we're going to move into division finishing position. I'll give you guys mine real quick just to run through it and knock it out of the way. So I had Yankees at plus 110 for first. Uh, Toronto at se- in, in second, uh, plus 210. Boston in third at plus 425. Uh, Tampa in fourth at plus 370, and Baltimore in fifth at plus 105. I'm regretting my picks, but it is what it is. I already put them in, so. Well, I think Jermaine and I are going to be the same. Toronto finishes first. The Yankees finish second. Orioles finish third. Rays finish fourth. Boston at the in the bottom. Cool. Yep, that's what so I what just is, put in. So what are those, what are those pay, Eric? Uh, so Toronto for first. Actually, I'm just going to go in alphabetical order to make my life easier. So you guys said Boston at fifth. Boston, Boston for fifth. fifth is actually plus 165, and it's the favorite. Yeah. Plus 165. That makes sense. All right. Well, What's hold Okay. Uh, this is so dumb. This is what I don't under. This is why you can make a fortune on MLB win totals. The, they, if DraftKings is saying the Boston is going to finish last in the division, but their yeah. win totals are more than Baltimore – Yes, dude. Yes. So right there, right there. Hammer the Boston under and hammer the Baltimore over. We, we It's so funny. We have this same rant every year. every year. You and I have this same rant every year. And shh, don't tell Vegas. We want right. this every year. We I want guess. this every year. All right, so Boston to finish fifth is plus 165. Uh, what's um, – oh, okay. Uh, so I, I'm sorry. I skipped Baltimore as alphabetical. It should be Baltimore first. So you guys have them both at finishing third at plus four seventy five. Boston finishing fifth at plus one sixty five. You guys all took Tampa, or I'm sorry, New York. Uh, you guys both took them at second. That one's plus two thirty. Tampa's fourth for both of you. That's plus three fifty. And for Toronto to get first, let me get down here. Uh, that's going to be plus two fifteen. Can you parlay all those together, Eric? Uh, let me, I'm gonna make my screen smaller just so I can navigate this a lot easier real quick. Oops. Wrong. I feel like, I feel like I need to go on that gangland show. Let's, let's, let's put my face, let's put my face out and I'll be like, I right, made a so million dollars betting the season total. Toronto first, <laughs> Tampa fourth. I am a god. Vegas doesn't know that this line exists. New York. One trick that will get Vegas to hate you. Oh, it, I, I already picked, I already put two in and it says right there, sorry, unfortunately your picks cannot be parlayed. Lane. Yeah, DraftKings is not for the people. Bring Draft back Kings five is dimes. Not for the people. Bring, Bring back, back five dimes. You could do whatever you wanted. You on could five you dimes. could you could take Aaron Judge to hit a home run in the twenty third game. Yeah, hit it to right center. Yeah, exactly. Bro. And they'd give you an odd on it. You could so, bet how many games Nick watches on GameCast <laughs> on five although, dimes. Although, although. And, and here's something for, for you amateur gamblers out there. Sportsbooks are very, very uh, interested in taking your money. 
So I'm sure if we email DraftKings and we're like, hey, I would like an exacta division, they would probably give us odds on it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they're pro taking bets just because it's not on the site. Right. I mean, bro, before websites were created, they took whatever bet people would call <laughs> right. in on the phone, bro. And it would like, be friggin' Johnny on the mobile being like, I don't know, <laughs> plus 350. Yeah, I could have I could have fucking called in and say, Hi, I'm Captain Lou Albino and I'd like to fucking get put an exacta bet in. Yeah, so what a name. If if you guys I, I know you guys have shown a lot of love to Baltimore. Uh, as as a listener, if you're kind of nervous because you don't know much about baseball, but you want to ride these bets, but you are confident in these guys saying that Toronto's gonna win and the Yankees are gonna be second, um, that's at plus four plus four fifty. If you want to just go the two instead of the trifecta. You can just put them finishing first and second. That would actually be plus 450. So I just want to put that out there. That's pretty good odds. Um, I, I don't think we took a. I don't think we took a, a bet in this show that was not plus money. That's why we love futures. Yeah. It's well. I guess. I guess we did take we on the on the over unders. We did take minus. Now, um, I did. We can. I'm going to ask you guys on this podcast on this episode. But I have it scheduled here, and I have a, I have an area sectioned out where we're going to do, uh, like, league futures as far as World Series player futures. I have all that all scheduled out. But I just want to ask you, so from this division, do you see an, an AL champion coming out of this division? Yes. No. Okay. Uh, fade that, who do you, who, do you, who do you got? <laughs> who do you got, Jermaine? <laughs> I, I'm not betting it. I'm just talking shit. I hate the Astros, oh, okay. but it's probably gonna be the <laughs> Astros. Like, come on now. <laughs> they lost Verlander, and it's not even gonna affect them. Yeah, and they were unlucky. Like, th- this is the insane stat: a hundred and six win team was unlucky. They should have won based on luck. hundred and twelve games last year, and the record is one sixteen. One sixteen, yeah. Man, <laughs> I fucking hate the Strohs. I, honestly, I, so my do I, buddy, so do I. My hate has actually slowly started to turn into respect because it's like, at a certain point in time, it's like they just get it. But they, here's the thing: their team we, just sucks. The personalities on their team just suck. They all are fucking despicable human beings. <laughs> I have met none of them, and I could be wildly incorrect, but I don't give a fuck. No, the Strohs, I know exactly who Alex Bregman is. The Stro, yeah, <laughs> I'd hate to be on his Snapchat. Uh, the Strohs hacked St. Louis. Remember, they hacked St. Louis and to steal their their scouting. I don't. You don't remember that? I do. Yes. Oh, the way you said it. I, normal baseball fan, don't. <laughs> Bro, they've done so much shady shit just in the last 15 years that it's so – they're like LeBron. It's so difficult to root for them. Also, I messed up the name. It's Captain Lou Albano. I said, oh, Al, I said Albino. I like Lou Albino better. Yeah, it's funnier. But Lou Albano is a professional wrestler. Wow. He always wore a, a fucking a, a tie-dye, like – not tie-dye, but like a fluorescent, <laughs> like Hawaiian-type shirt. Uh, shout out 90s pro wrestling <laughs> Alright Eric What else you got for us uh, As far as far as the AL East goes I mean we could run through and see if there's anything else you guys want Like I'm saving MLB futures and player futures For down the road 
Um, scheduled that out to be one of the last ones we do before baseball season starts. Um, so I don't really have much else on the AL East. If you guys have anything you want to go to, wait. What is scheduled before the season starts? So we're gonna do <clears throat> we're gonna do the last. Obviously, the last division we're gonna do is the NL West for Nick. Um, that same week, we're also gonna drop uh, like an MLB futures where we talk about World Series, all that stuff, and then we talk about uh, player props, home runs, MVPs, stuff like that. Did you run this by Nevada? I have not run it by Nevada, but once you listen to this episode, Nevada, if you want to shoot me a quick text and just sign off for me, we greatly appreciate it, boss man. Uh, all right. Will you share the spreadsheet and then just recap our bets for the listeners and then we'll sign off? Yep, 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 yep. Let me... So the only bet, Nick, that we're not confident in is the Yankees under. Because it looks like, other than Baltimore, you say Baltimore to make the playoffs. I say no. Right. Um, other than Baltimore, we agreed on pretty much everything else. Great minds. Yo, that plus 1,400 for the trifecta. That's pretty good. Ah, oh, dude. I'm, I'm betting that. Damn, did McKinnon just score? All right. So, just to run it through it real quick here. Uh, today, we covered the AL East. Uh, that consists of Boston. Sorry, Baltimore, Boston, New York, Yankees, Tampa Bay, and Toronto. Um, for the overs, or for the division winners, Nick and Jermaine both took Toronto at plus 215. I took the Yankees at plus 110. Baltimore, 76 and a half wins. Uh, Nick and Jermaine both took the over at minus 120. I took the under at even money. Boston, 78 and a half wins. Uh, they both took the under at 105. I took the over at minus 120. Uh, New York Yankees, 94 and a half. Um, kind of some back and forth here. They're not going to bet it. But they both took the under at minus minus one twenty. I took the over at plus one hundred. What one second, just for that that Boston point, what Nick and I were just talking about. The over is even the favorite for Boston, but to finish fifth, Boston has the best odds. So when you're betting futures, these are the idiosyncrasies you're looking for. Like, why is the over the favorite if Boston to be fifth in the division? I just don't get it. So they're saying everyone goes over in this division? <laughs> <laughs> and yet Baltimore finishes last with a win total less than – or a win total more than the Orioles. I don't get it. Yeah, ran, ran over. Keep going, Eric. But I just wanted to point that out. Uh, and then we have uh, Tampa Bay, 88.5. Uh, they both took the under at minus 115. I actually took the under as well. Toronto line set at 91.5. Uh, they both took – we all took the over at minus 115. There you go. Uh, to make the playoffs, uh, again, alphabetical order, Baltimore. Jermaine said no. I said no at minus 450. Nick says yes at plus 350. Um, and if I were any of our listeners, Nick is the baseball guy, so keep that in mind. Boston, uh, to make the playoffs, uh, Nick and Jermaine both said no at minus 370. I took the yes at plus 300. Don't listen to me. New York Yankees, uh, to make the playoffs, they both said yes. We all said yes, minus 425. That's a gimme. Uh, Tampa Bay, we've all said no to make the playoffs at plus 140. And Toronto, um, we all said yes at minus 255. Uh, now, they do have the same division trifecta. So they have first Toronto, second New York Yankees, third Baltimore. Those odds are plus 1,400. I took Yankees, Toronto, Boston, plus 1,100. Um, and then to finish the division in the correct – or their division finishing position – they have Baltimore at third, plus 475. I have them at fifth, plus 105. 
Boston fifth, plus 165. I have them third, plus 425. They have New York Yankees second, plus 230. I have them first, plus one, plus 110. Tampa Bay, they have them fourth at plus 350. Or we actually all have them at fourth at plus 350. And we and they have Toronto first at plus 215. I have Toronto second at plus 210. <laughs> I, I love the... Uh... The first and second for Toronto, like first is plus two fifteen, so you only get five more, and then second is plus two ten, and then you go look at the Yankees first and second, right? So, Yankees first is plus one ten, their second is plus two thirty. <laughs> like they are so sure the Yankees are winning this division again. Um, I'm at, dude. Every every season, I will give the AL East credit. Every season, their division is exciting. And it's not purely because of the Yankees and Red Sox. It's all those teams playing each other for the last, like, seven, eight years has been, a, well, sans Baltimore. <laughs> if you can bet the, the, the one Baltimore upset, it'd be tight. But uh, you can never pick that. You guys got anything else for them? Nothing for me. Appreciate you guys for listening. Awesome. All right. So follow us on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube at Podcast Room 303. I've been your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This has been my co-host, Nicholas Morahan. And as always, we have with us the EPE. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room. Oh,